The Sharks make a ton of roster moves. Uh, we have an update on Logan Couture and if he is going to be available for opening night. Plus, I predict the Sharks opening night roster and lines. And guess what? I think the Barracuda lines are going to be as well. So all that and more on today's episode of Locked on Sharks. Your Locked on Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, welcome to Locked On Sharks, the premier hockey podcast covering your favorite team and the Bay Area. My name is J.D. Young, contributor Inside the Rink. I want to thank you for making Locked on Sharks your first listen. Proudly a part of the Locked on Network. We cover your team every day. And if you want to be an everydayer, all you have to do is just follow on wherever you get podcasts. Or you can subscribe on YouTube or do both. Both is great. Um, and today we're going to be kind of looking at the roster. Nice little roster reset day. Looking at the transactions the Sharks made as they start to pare down this roster to try to get to 23 uh, for opening night. I believe the Sunday night is like the night, the roster cut down day. Um, so Monday is like your, here's what your roster will be. Um, so they're, they're continuing to get down to their roster uh, and, and getting to their final roster. So before we get into what I think the Sharks lines are gonna look like, uh, what my prediction for the Barracuda lines and get caught up on today's news and notes from training camp. Do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you guys by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NHL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. And um, training camp, we're, we're down to kind of one group now instead of the ABC group. We're we're kind of getting close to here, and um, we'll start with Kotor, who it's very it's looking very much like he is. Not going to be available for the Sharks come opening night. Has yet to hit the ice to start practicing. Um, and, you know, we're, we're 10 days away, or by the time you guys hear it, maybe nine days away uh, from opening night. And Couture is yet to hit the ice. And we know Glenn Couture, like, um, he doesn't need game situations, doesn't need, like, to, you know, preseason to kind of be ready. But you would like him to be on the ice kind of practicing and kind of getting getting things going. And I... I think it's a week. It's kind of the mental kind of calendar where I'm putting where if he's not on the ice by, by Thursday, um, then you can basically kind of cross him off. And I, I, as of right now, I am leaning that he is not going to be available for the sharks. And I've mentioned this before. I mentioned on the national show that I was on with Gil, um, no need to rush Couture back, right? It's a long season. There's going to be a brutal start for the sharks. Um, it's not worth having Couture out there at 70% or 80, 75%. Like, um, and then you see injuries compound themselves. So get, get healthy Couture. We'll see you at the end. We'll see you when this, the season start, or we'll see you when you're healthy and ready to go. So, um, some other injury updates. Um, so kind of the, the injured guys right now are, of course, uh, you have Couture, who, again, not practicing, not even on the ice. Um, you do also have Artem Gurev, who we haven't, you know, I think he got hurt in rookie training camp, and we haven't really seen him since. Uh, Valtteri Pulley, kind of the same thing. And Mitchell Russell, all these guys are kind of in the uh, 
injured working themselves back state right now. I think Pooley might have actually had a little bit of a setback from recently. Um, so we'll we'll kind of monitor where he is at um, this season. And then Nikita Ohuchuk, uh, Hochuk, Hochuk. Nikita Ohochuk, um, also in that injured group as well. Um, all these guys are probably going to be starting this season with the Barracuda. If not, uh, maybe a guy like Gurev or Russell could be starting with the Wichita Thunder. But I think most of these guys are going to be with the, the Barracuda this year. Um, some of them will have to pass through waivers. Nikita Ohochuk. Um, and then Mikhail Granlin and LeBanc were both also uh skating with that injured group um granlin we're not going um david quinn basically said we're not going to see granlin um during the preseason as he is kind of working his way back from an injury right now as well um so that's kind of where we're at uh quentin musty did um also uh started skating and practicing. So um, Quinn was non-committal on getting him in a preseason game, but it said they do want to get him back to Sudbury here sooner rather than later. So that way he can start playing um, OHL games, get his OHL season on track. We've already seen uh, Casper Halton have a really nice start to his season with London. And I think uh, Sudbury would really like to have Musty back uh, here soon. And then, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for everybody. Uh, Shimmick's still not skating as well. Also questionable for opening night. So there's news notes on injuries. Uh, thanks to Shang and Curtis for the great job that they do. Um, as for the Sharks, they made some, of course, um, sent some people down to the Barracuda. None of these guys were super... You know, nothing was kind of uh, super surprising. Um, Scott Saber and Nathan Todd both cleared waivers uh, assigned to the Barracuda. Um, and then, of course, Ethan Cardwell, Magnus Krona, Nick Chichek, Brandon Coe, Daniel Gushin, Gannon LaRock, Itu Makaniemi, uh, Shakir Mukamadulin, Adam Raska, Tristan Robbins, Georgie Romanoff, Ozzy Weisblatt, all assigned. Um, interesting that Mukamadulin didn't hang around maybe for at least a little bit longer and was one of the last cuts, but um, I think the Sharks kind of know what they're at. And I think they want to start kind of getting Henry thrown because I feel like Henry Thrun's going to make this team and Henry Thrun is going to have a huge kind of part on, and role on this team. So I think they kind of wanted to, with, you know, we're a little over a week away, start getting, getting things kind of detailed in, for the beginning of the season. Uh, Justin Bailey, Cole Castles, and Tanner Caspic, both all are on PTOs. Remember, Cole Castles does have a Barracuda contract, but was working out for a potential uh, NHL deal. All these guys will report to Barracuda training camp. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Caspic and Bailey both get um, AHL deals, and it's not like you can't give them an NHL deal at some point during the season if you really need them. Um, you know, look at our friend Derek Pouliot, AHL deal got an NHL deal because they needed him at the end of the season. Um, and then of course, Casper Halton and I just find it funny where Halton and they finally announced Halton gets sent to juniors, uh, even though he's played two games with, uh, with the London Knights this weekend. So, um, nothing kind of crazy there. Um, the Barracuda released their training camp rosters. So, um, we have Tanner Caspic, Nathan Todd, Scott, uh, Sabre and Tristan Robbins, um, Saber and Sabor is gonna drive me nuts. Uh, Ethan Cardwell, Adam Raska, Cole Castles, Brendan Coe, Connor uh, McCarran, uh, Daniel Gushin, Anthony Vincent, Jason uh, Pinillo, Brad Merrick, Ozzy Weisblatt, Justin Bailey, Aaron Miller, and Braden 
Watts, the last uh, couple guys there, and Jason Pino um, are tryout players for them. And then on the defense, Gandal LaRock, Nick Chichek, Roman Canal, Ethan Frisch, Shakir Mukhamadul, Leighton Moore, and Matt uh, Stradol. Um, I think and then the last two guys there, Moore and Stradol, are both also um, uh, tryout guys for for the Barracuda. Um, and then the goaltenders, we have Warm, uh, Beck Warm, Magnus Corona, Georgie Romanoff, and E2 Mach and Nemi. Um, so that's that's the Barracuda roster right now, and um, their roster will get kind of filled out come next week when the Sharks kind of make their final cuts as they get down to their 23. And then the Barracuda will kind of make their cuts and send their guys to the ECHL to go play with the Wichita Thunder as well. So when they get a little bit closer to, to camp. Um, but that is kind of everybody right now. So before we go through what I think the opening night roster will look like, and my guess at what I think the lines will look at based on um, kind of what we're seeing in practice, what we've seen in games, and kind of what makes the most sense. Uh, do need to take a quick break here. And let you guys know about our good friends over at Game Time. Um, I've used Game Time before. It is an amazing way, especially if you want to buy tickets for whatever, right? Um, hockey season's here. Basketball season's going to be right around the corner as well. You've got the Niners who are off to an amazing 4-0 start. And you want to get tickets uh, for in a sporting event or whatever, comedy shows, uh, concerts, whatever you're looking for, Game Time has got you covered. They have great uh, last-minute deals, all in prices, viewing from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time, makes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Um I really love the app because you can like see where your seats are. Um, I used it to buy tickets to Ed Sharon for my wife for her birthday. Um, she had a blast. I didn't get to go because uh, some uh, issues with with uh, watch somebody again watching the boys, but she had a blast. She knew exactly where her seats were. Uh, she could see them before she got there. Had an amazing time. Um, I love that too. The all in prices showing up, so you don't have to be like, oh, you buy it and then you go to check out and there's like fifty dollars extra fees. They, it's all it's all there, right? You know exactly what you're paying when you get it. So um, if you want to right now look for tickets, Sharks tickets, which are probably going to be not expensive this year. Like I said, you got Warriors. You got plenty of good stuff going on. Um, take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app. Create an account and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem code uh, LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-H-L for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. All right, um, what do I think the Sharks roster is going to look like? So, um, remember, it has to get to 23. Um, I'm going to – so I have my roster of 23 with a little bit of funny money math here. The Sharks, you don't have to worry about salary cap because they are, even right now, with uh, a roster of 25 NHL contracts, they're still well below the cap, so you don't have to worry about them. Uh, trying to finagle cap space. Uh, they're not one of those teams that have to worry about that. They're whatever combination of players you have on the roster, you're not going to have to worry about um, hitting the cap um, at this moment. So here's here's what I have. My 
initial count is actually going to be 24 with a caveat. So um, opening roster, the Fords in alphabetical order, Barabanov, Bordalo, Kotor, Duclair, Eklund, Granlin, Hurdle, Hoffman, Cunning, LeBanc, Lindblom, Peterson, Sturm, Zadina, Zetterlin on the Fords. Um, Benning, Burroughs, Ferraro, Kanijov, uh, Ruda, Thrun, Vlasic, and then Blackwood and Capo Kakadin. So if you do the math there, that's 24. I think what the Sharks do is they start with Logan Gator on the IR. Put them on the IR. That gives you an extra roster spot. You don't have to, again, you don't have to worry about cap space right now. The Sharks are nowhere near near the cap. And then you can have Bordolo kind of be the guy right now until Couture is back. Remember, Bordolo can go back down. He doesn't have to worry about going through waiver. He's waivers exempt. Um, so he can kind of hang in there right now until Couture is ready to come back. Um, if Couture is somehow ready, um, just take Bordolo out. He, he's kind of he's my guy right now who's who's going to be um you know, who's, who's the last man in basically. And the only reason is because of, of Couture's injury. So, um, but that is, that's what I think it is going to look like right now. So you'd have to send some guys to waivers, um, you know, guys who didn't go through waivers that are guys who didn't uh, make the team that would have to go through waivers. Um, Shimmick, McDonald, uh, Giovanni Smith, Hi, Emerson. Emerson will be really interesting to see what they do if they try to kind of keep him around and maybe try to add somebody like Burroughs, maybe try to bury him for a little bit and and maybe then try to, as the season goes on, maybe try to pass uh, Emerson through waivers at some point. Um, but we'll see. I, I wouldn't be shocked if the Sharks put, I think Shang had an article where the, the Sharks put him on, if Sharks put Emerson on waivers, the Rangers might just claim him back, right? Um, but again, kind of a, a bit of a, a log jam with the defense. So, um, but so here's what I think the lines would look like based on practice reports, uh, based on, you know, kind of where everyone is slotting in, what I think makes the most sense. Um, so Bear Banoff, Hurdle, Duclair, we've kind of seen that line a lot in, in the preseason. Uh, I think that's your first line. Um, Eklund, Bordolo, Zadina. That might be too much fun there uh, for David Quinn with all those guys. Zadina being the old man on that group, but they're, you know, uh, was he 23, 24? Um, then you have Hoffman, Granlin, Cunning, Zetterlin, Sturm, LeBanc, and then your extras would be Lindblom and Peterson. So um, if Granlin, you could talk me into flip flopping Granlin and Bordolo if you wanted to. Um, but again, from what we've kind of seen in practice, we've seen that Bordolo, we've seen Bordolo and Eklund played a lot together and, and we've seen Eklund's cunning, but I think Eklund is, I think Eklund, I mean, he's had one of the better out of the fours. I think he's had one of the better training camps, at least what we've seen in preseason. Um, he's been one of the more noticeable players out there. So, um, and again, it's not like we won't see these lines shift a thousand times throughout the season. So um, just because that's, that's what happens anyway. Uh, but on the defense, Ferraro Benning, which we've seen a lot in, in uh, the preseason, uh, Thrun Vlasic, Vlasic playing on his offhand, uh, Kandijov, Ruda, and then Kyle Burrows would be your extra. And that's these are kind of 
for our betting kind of plays your your tough minutes right uh thrun vlasic vlasic can kind of help thrun out a ton uh while thrun is you know, a little bit more of the offensive guy on that kanija Ruda, i think is a nice nice third pairing line uh defensive pair um depends on if root is healthy um but that is if not if root is not healthy you could swap Ruta for burrows that would so but that's what i have right now and then i think i'm gonna say i'm gonna say blackwood gets the opening night start um uh, even though i, I think apple someone got mad at me because i said blackwood was uh stocked down on blackwood because of the beginning of his game even though he i, he, I admit it he had a nice second half uh you know he kind of settled in but i i think capokakinen i mean in one game capokakinen looked better but i still think blackwood will get the opening night start uh against vegas so um that's that's it right now so with, with at least my guess for the lines um i feel pretty solid about about this one guy you know struggle with peterson who would also have to go through waivers um but i think peterson you know he, he's kind of one of those tweener guys right now um but you know if, if lebank has a bad game or we've seen um lebank quickly go to the doghouse i can see peterson working himself in as well um very quickly because we i think we know what, what what you're getting with peterson as a potential upside play as well um but I think right now I'm going to default with the more veteran guys until some of these younger guys start to take their jobs. So and some guys get traded away or whatever. But this is my these are my lines. Uh, I don't think they're winning a lot of games, um, but I think there's some, there's a little bit of spice there. There's a little bit more depth and meat to it than we did uh, last year. And I think last year we struggled to kind of put some lines together. And I feel at least on the forward lines, I feel like again. You don't have the star power of a Timo Meyer, uh, but I think you you have much more depth, and I think you can you could see um, actually you could probably see scoring from all four of these lines, right? Um, with the Bear Ben off hurdle, Duclair, I think Duclair is kind of your scorer on that line. Um, Duclair and Hurdle, even the Eklund Bordelos Zadina, I think Zadina is kind of your number one scorer, but uh, you know I think Eklund's scoring we've seen that improve uh, over the past couple seasons in the you know in the AHL and his limited time in the NHL. Um, I think the Hoffman Grandland Cunning, I think Hoffman and Cunning are both scorers, and Grandland can dish out the puck to those guys. And then even this Zetterlin Sturm LeBanc, I think all three of those guys can score. We saw Sturm uh, chip in plenty of secondary scoring. We know LeBanc can score at times then zetterlin i think is going to be the bully on that line and kind of drive to then get some greasy goals um i i i see scoring of it potential in all these lines here so um and then the defense you know like i said i think it's going to be a struggle in some areas and um but i do like pairing thrun with vlasic um, we saw Thrun with mukamadulin kind of playing off his, his off handle at mukamadulin get uh things get comfortable I think the same thing with Thrun, and I think Thrun is going to be put in a position to do well. Um, you know, and even Shang had the uh, uh, the power play lines. This is what makes me think Thrun's going to make the team. You have Thrun, Hurdle, Duclair, Barabanoff, Hoffman on the first power play, and then Benning, Zetterlin, Eklund, Zadina, and Bordalo on the second one. Um, other than Benning, because the Sharks have nobody else, 
really. I, I like those power play lines aren't too bad. And then if Couture comes back in, you could put him on back on the top line. Or if you wanted to have him kind of play the defensive role on, on the second power play unit when he gets back or just have him replace Bortolo, like those are not too bad. Like those are not the, the worst power play units that we've seen. Um, again, there's potential scoring there. Just the Benning, Benning worries me on the second power play. And we'll see how long that experiment lasts. But um, seems going to get about 65 points this year. So uh, let's get into what the Barracudas lines, uh, what I project the Barracuda lines are going to look like. Uh, but before we do that, I need to take a quick little break. And talk to you guys about our good friends over at FanDuel. Uh, if you want to snap into the uh, action this NFL season, uh, FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook, and they've got you covered because right now new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. Wide range of betting options, including spreads, uh, player props. Again, just keep betting Christian McCaffrey to score a touchdown. Like it's 13 weeks in a row. And until he stops doing it, just keep betting Christian McCaffrey to score a touchdown. Um, it's it's free money. Um, they have overs, unders, whatever your little heart desires. The same game parlays are really fun too. So if you think you know, you know how a game you think you know how a game's gonna go, um, they usually have some nice little parlays that you can do where Maybe tying a, a player with score a touchdown. Again, Christian McCaffrey scoring a touchdown with a Niners win. Um, I kind of like that. So uh, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel official partner of the NFL. All right, so let's end with the Barracuda, who I think are actually going to be pretty solid this year, and I think are should be a playoff team, uh, especially when you have a lot of talent returning. I know, again, you don't have Eklund, most likely. You don't have Eklund, but I think you're still going to have a lot of top-tier talent with Robbins and Gushin and, you know, second-year Brandon Coe and Ozzy Weisbot. Like, you're going to have some returning talent kind of making that second year leap as they're ready to go. And I think the goaltending, um, I think there's a chance for the goaltending to be really good uh, between E2 McEnany and Magnus Krona. And then if Georgie Romanoff, whatever you kind of, but I think there's a potential to have some really good goaltending um, and just, you might have a lot of NHL caliber defensemen actually on your, uh, so here's my Barracuda lines right now, based on the, what I, what I, the cuts I made. So, first line, Daniel Gushin, Tristan Robbins, and then Bailey, who's the uh, tryout. Uh, I think I would not be surprised if he gets a contract, Justin Bailey, uh, an AHL deal. He's, you know, had 19 goals last year with, uh, um, with Bakersfield. I think he could just add some more scoring. He's big, six foot four, two fifteen, AHL kind of career guy. I think he's he would be a good, good fit for especially on that first line with Gushin Robbins. Like he can kind of be a little bit of the, the muscle on that line and let the, the kids go work. So um while still adding a legitimate scoring threat. Second line, I have Cardwell. Uh, Ryan Carpenter and Brandon Coe. Um, so the C line, um, Cardwell, you could that might be a little bit much asking him, but the dude's a scorer. We've seen him score in the um, in the OHL, uh, and I think he's just a pure scorer. Um, 
Carpenter, again, veteran AHL guy. You know exactly what you're getting from him. Um, playing with Brandon Coe, who I think hopefully has a, a kind of a, a bounce back year after the up and down year he had last year. Um, third line, you don't want to mess these bottom pairings. You don't want to bottom lines. You don't want to mess with these guys. So uh, you have Wiseblatt, uh, Todd, and Caspic. Again, Caspic, assuming he gets a, a, a uh, PTO deal. A um, little bit more kind of shut things down uh, a little bit more defensively here, but I think Weisblatt can add some speed and skill to that line. And then fourth line of Smith, Castles, and Saborin. Um, yeah. That's the... If that line starts a game, you know you know what type of game you're going to be in for. Because, uh, yeah, those guys... We already saw uh, Saborin get into a fight. We know Giovanni Smith. Uh, if you read my... Uh, preview piece on him on inside the rink uh he nine fights last season um so i would not expect anything different from him um going into the ahl the defense is going to be interesting because they have a lot of dudes right now um in kind of floating around so muka madulin is going to be your first line defensive like he is He's getting like soaking up all the minutes. He's going to be the power play one. Like this is his time to kind of to get those reps in. And I partnered him with Emerson again, assuming he clears waivers. Um, Emerson, the defensive defenseman of the year last year in the AHL Eastern Conference, uh, seems like the perfect type of dude to partner with Mukumadulin. And I know Emerson's still young, but um Mukumadulin, who's we're trying to you know get that offensive game out. Uh, having a guy like Emerson can really help settle things down with him. Um, second line, Shimik and Gavanke, uh, Gavanka, Gavanka. Sorry, uh, Shimik and Gavanka. Again, Gavanka, we know has provided offense in the AHL um, before. Shimik. You know, it's perfectly crimulent, like good defensive. And I think a little sneaky offense out of Shimmick that we just never get a chance to see. And then a third pairing that, uh, of Ohochuk and McDonald um, with McDonald kind of being a little bit more the offensive guy on that pairing. And we've seen McDonald provide a little bit of offense. So um, if Pulley is healthy, um, you can maybe slide him in there instead of McDonald or you know, you can kind of mess with things a little bit there. Um, or if Emerson gets claimed, I think throwing pull, we've seen Mookum and Dillon and Pulley together, just two huge, like six foot four, six foot four and six foot six defensemen uh, hanging out there um, would be really fun. And Pulley does not give an inch in front of his blue, in front of the crease. Like he is uh, willing to dirty whatever you need to do. Um, I think, not like dirty, like he plays dirty, but like he's willing to kind of get his hands dirty and get in there and not, not give up an inch. Um, and I think goalies will love him for that. So goalies, uh, McEnany, if if he's healthy, I think it's uh, the bulk of it. And then Krona and then Romanov in that order. Uh, but if if McEnany's a little bit hurt to start the season, um, I wouldn't be surprised if Krona kind of gets a bulk of, of starts here, especially with how good he looked in, in the NHL preseason game. So um, I think it's a good mix of skill and toughness that you need in that AHL, right? A little bit more rough and tumble. Um, and I think that that team has got some pieces to potentially, and then what if 
once you add Bordolo there, the team's got some pieces to to compete this season. And I think seeing that big jump from your one to two for a lot of these guys, like your Bordolos and your Robins and uh, your Gushins, like seeing that jump, I think we're going to have a, a, a really, really fun Barracuda season this year. So um, that is going to be it for me today. We'll be back tomorrow. Where we'll talk about the preseason game and then we'll do another stock up, stock down at some point this week. And then of course, uh, you know, get you guys ready for the regular season starts next week. So uh, make sure you guys are following along wherever you get podcasts. And of course you can subscribe on YouTube as well. I think I'm like less than 10 away from 2300. So this would be a great time to do so if you haven't already. Um, you can also follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and threads at Locked on Sharks. You can follow me on Twitter and threads at my fry hole. Until tomorrow. Bye, friends.